0: Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. In today's message, Pastor Ed continues a series of talks we've been in called, What Would Jesus Say To? Can you imagine what a conversation might look like between Jesus and the current President Joe Biden? Today, we'll find out. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young.
1: The first thing I believe Jesus would say to Joe Biden would be this, you must be born again. You must be born again. In John chapter three, we have Nick at night. Nicodemus, who was a member of the Sanhedrin, the Jewish Supreme Court, came to Jesus and they were talking about A, B, and C. And Jesus said something that was like, Way out there, he said in John chapter three, verse three, no one, he said, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. So as significant as your birthday is, your physical birthday, that we have a fleshly nature, we were born physically, your spiritual birthday is even more prominent and more important. I love how we make big deals over birthdays. I mean, we're taking crazy pills with birthdays. Now it's a birthday week, a birthday month. Let me get my birthday again so you can send me gifts. It's March 16th, (laughs) I'm a 61 model. That's what I am. One time Lisa and I talked to a a lady and she was kind of having a little breakdown. She goes, and this is my birthday week. Okay. (laughs) Birthdays. I mean, I'm all for birthdays. I like celebrations. Those big milestones, you know? 18, 20, 30, 40, 50. But I think we've gone a little bit crazy with the birthdays. That's just my opinion. Jesus was talking about being born again. And Nicodemus goes, how can I be born again? I can't put my life in reverse and return to my mother's womb. And Jesus began to unpack it. He was like, no, 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 no. You must have a spiritual birthday. I've got a couple of parents. I didn't choose those parents. I didn't. I didn't choose March 16th, 1961 in a tiny hospital in Raleigh, North Carolina. I did not choose that. You didn't choose your birth. You didn't choose your birth. But I did choose my spiritual birthday. And you have that opportunity. You have that choice as well. I believe Jesus would look at you like he would look at Joe Biden. Have you been born again? I have the nature of my parents. I can't help it. I mean, genetics, you just, you just can't teach genetics. So, hey students, listen to me. You're turning into your parents. You might have purple hair, tats all over you. You're turning into your parents. You look like your parents. Those of us who are adults, it's amazing. I'll say something, oh, that was my father. I'll say something, that was my mother. And now and then when Lisa and I have conflict, have you ever done this before? Surely you haven't. That reminds me of your mother. Or she might say, you're being like your father. I know you've never said that, don't say that. But is it, part of it's true, that's why it hurts. So basically, we want to take our parents and have an improved model, or our parents 2.0. But remember, you have the nature of your parents. Like, I've always loved athletics. I come from an athletic family. I've never told you this. My great-grandfather was a sprinter. He raced against Jesse Owens. Google him, boys and girls. I mean, he's like one of the greatest athletes of all time, my grandfather a sprinter. He was also a pole vaulter. He held many, many records in football in the state of Mississippi. My other grandfather was a boxer. He knocked out the guy who knocked out the world champion. So, I've got this this athletic thing. I was not forced to play athletics. It's just kind of in in my deal. Just like I love art. I love fashion. I always have. And I mean, I'm an okay artist. I wouldn't say great. I'm all right. I like it. My mother was a great artist. It's just it's something something that we do. I had heart surgery May 17th, 2017. I had a mitral valve prolapse repair. How many people have mitral valve here? Let's go ahead and confess. Oh yeah, hands are going up everywhere. Well, see, I have mitral valve and now it's repaired. I have no limitations whatsoever. But they cracked my chest open, stopped the heart and the lungs. It was, it was, it's, it's a very detailed surgery. I've got mitral valve. Our daughter who passed away a couple of years ago, Lee Beth, had mitral valve. I think one of our daughters, or maybe both of them have mitral valve. My brother has mitral valve. So, are you, are you feeling me? We just take on these qualities. So if if I'm a Christian, if I've been born again, I've got two parents, the Word of God and the Spirit of God, and I'm going to have this divine nature. So just think about your life. Think about Joe Biden for a second. How about this, this nature? Okay, you say you've been born again. Okay, okay. I think Joe Biden calls himself a Christian, but most people in Dallas-Fort Worth call themselves a Christian. Christian. And I mean, just because I walk into the White House doesn't make me the president of the United States. Are you feeling me? If I walk through my garage, I'm not a Lamborghini and I have 14 Lamborghinis. Are you, I don't, are you only five? Are you exhibiting this new nature? Okay. What nature? What, what nature? I've been born again. Number one, a thirst for righteousness. How about Joe Biden? Do you, I mean, just didn't think about it. Uh, A focus on glorifying God in everything you do, say, touch. Do you have that focus? Do you have a hunger for the word of God? Joe Biden says the Bible is his favorite book and he loves reading. I'm quoting the book of Palms. (laughs) You judge. Number four, do you have a passion for the house of God. I was sitting at a table with women and one of them asked me this question. They said, what's the best advice you would give me as as a mom? I said, that's easy. Introduce your children to the person of Jesus Christ, number one. Number two, number two, revolve your lives around the house of God. Now again, I, I don't know, I'm not God, if Joe Biden is a Christian, I don't know. You have to, though, look at these, at these elements, these characteristics, because Jesus said, I will know my followers by the fruits they produce. So, have you been born again? I mean, what if Jesus was to look at you and Joe Biden and say, why should I let you into my heaven? What's your answer? There's only one. It's not because of my merits. It's because I've received you, it's because I know you. I don't just know about you, I know you. I've received your grace and your mercy and forgiveness. You did it on the cross. It's nothing that I've done, it's by grace. That's the answer. If you have any other answer, well, I'm a good guy. I help people. I try, I've never intentionally harmed anyone, sorry. As I always say, no cigar, and I like cigars. Here's something else that Jesus might say to Joe Biden. I'm sovereign and you're not. I'm sovereign and you're not. The government isn't sovereign, and Joe, you're not sovereign, and you're not sovereign, and I'm not sovereign. Every time that I have said, oh, I'm sovereign, I'm I'm the man, It's caused some serious issues in my life and I just pop those crazy pills. Because if you jump on the ride of pride, you'll go insane. If Jesus is not Lord, listen to me, you have a form of insanity. You don't know what it means to be human. Why is our world going crazy, Ed? I just answered the question. Why the insanity? I just answered the question. Why, why, why? I just answered the question. What's right is wrong, and wrong is right.
0: You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message, and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry, focused on sharing the gospel, is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain, This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bring hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue with today's message. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. Jesus
1: might say, Joe, learn from history. You remember Nebuchadnezzar back in Daniel chapter four? Nebuchadnezzar was an interesting cat. He was a king and he jumped on the narcissistic train even back then and he built a statue of himself. You gotta laugh, but a lot of us do that here too. So he built this giant statue and he said, okay, the music is gonna start. And when the music starts thumping, everybody better bow down, you better hit your knees. If you don't, you're gonna be a french fry. I'm gonna to toss you in the hot grease. So sure enough, the music started. Everybody hit their knees. And you know, there's so many woke pastors out there, I'm afraid they might hit their knees today if we ran across a situation like that, but that's another message. Three people did not hit their knees. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I love those names. I wish I could change my name. My name is boring, Ed. I was called Mr. Ed, you know, the horse. Some of you who are old know that. A horse is a horse. Yeah, my whole life. Hey, Mr. Ed. (laughs) Anyway, Nebuchadnezzar had this idol. and, And then the prophet Daniel prophesied over him. Daniel said, hey, Nebuchadnezzar, you're going to implode because when we're prideful, when it's about me, we began to isolate ourselves and Nebuchadnezzar said, you, 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 I'm sorry, Daniel said, Nebuchadnezzar, you are going to be like an ox by yourself, isolated, and, and this is so funny. Your hair will be like feathers of an eagle and your claws will be longer than the fingernails of Howard Hughes. You can Google Howard Hughes too. He was famous for his money and his fingernails. He was isolated. so. Idol worship leads to isolation, and then what happened? He went crazy. He popped those crazy pills. He went insane. You might be going, well, ha, too bad for him. That really is, though, you got to think about this. that, That really parallels Joe Biden, doesn't it? I mean, Joe Biden is totally unqualified to be the president of the United States. Let's just face the music. He has, he has never been qualified to do anything. I don't think he could even manage our cafe out there. I'm serious. And I'm not talking about now in his dementia state. I'm talking about, I mean, I followed him for a long, long time. He has made the wrong leadership decision every single time. As leaders, we can learn what not to do from... Joe Biden, it's just a a fact, we got to keep it real, right? (laughs) Jesus loves Joe Biden. He would say, Joe, you matter to me. Joe, you're one prayer away, one decision away. And, And here's what Joe could do. He's limited, but here's what Joe could do. He could surround himself with the right people, people who who understand that Jesus and and, and the God of the universe is sovereign, who understand what humanity is all about, and Joe Biden could have a revival in his life. Guess who had a revival? I'm talking about the nebulizer, Nebuchadnezzar. I thought he was insane, Ed. I thought he was "Ah, ah," like an eagle and claws. What? You mean he, just, 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 just go to the word of God here. It's not the book of poems. It's Daniel chapter four, verse 34. At the end of that time, when he popped all the crazy pills, he was like, oh man, I, Nebuchadnezzar raised my eyes toward heaven. That's what we need to do. Joe, you need to do that. We all do. And my sanity was restored. Then I praised the most high, I honored and glorified him who lives forever. His dominion is an eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. Nebuchadnezzar, let's give him a round, man. I've always been intrigued by this guy, I don't know why. In heaven one day I'll meet him. Last thing, Jesus might say to Joe Biden, I prayed about this and thought about this for a long time. I think the last thing he would say to him was, would be like, just, 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 just tell the truth. Tell the truth. Joe Biden is a liar, man. This is, it's documented. He was lying 40 years ago. He's lying now. Fantasyland. Folklore. Folklore. And then sometimes he'll say the truth will set you free i've heard people say that i've heard joe say that they don't even understand what that means the truth is jesus so joe tell the truth and i'm talking to myself too and tell the truth you tell the truth joe you tell the truth about who you are before god that you're a sinner in need of a savior right before I, i walked out i looked at myself in a mirror I uh, did a quick, you know, like, look, you know, put some gel, pew, a little bit. And then, and then I look at myself and I go, man, Ed, you are a sinner. You're fallen and you're fallible, and you've not always told the truth. So before we, you know, point the finger and point out that, that speck in other people's eyes, uh, we need to check out the sequoia tree in ours. But the Bible, listen to me, does not say that we're not to judge the way we think judging is. People say, oh man, don't judge me. Don't judge me, the Bible says that. Whenever anyone says that, they're advertising their ignorance biblically. Jesus never told us not to call out sin. When people say, don't judge me, you know what you're saying? Hey, don't call out sin in my life. So no, all this stuff about judging, baloney. Baloney, we are to call out sin. Read the Bible. Read the Gospels, read the letters, read the New Testament and Old Testament. I mean, I don't mean we should be mean-spirited about it, but I mean, sin is sin. So Joe, I think Jesus would say, be honest about your pain. Jesus would, would definitely identify with the pain he went through by losing loved ones. There's no doubt about it. Jesus would say this to Joe in love. But here, here is, is, is again the tension. We speak the truth in love. It's not just love, 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 love without the truth, okay? Some people think that preachers should preach that way. And there's some churches, it's just all about love and love and more love and more grace and more mercy. Okay, God is about love. He is about grace, he is about mercy. However, there's also truth. There's also holiness, there's judgment, there is conviction. So you have to have both. And can we do this perfectly? No, we're sinners. Speak the truth in love. So Joe, tell the truth about your condition before God that you're a sinner in need of a savior. Also too, give your problems to God. You're unqualified. You don't have the bandwidth to do what you're doing. Delegate and surround yourself with the right people. Also understand that truth is objective. It's not subjective. All right, when I had heart surgery, they cut me from here to there. Cracked open my chest. As I told you a second ago, stop my heart, lungs, whatever. A brilliant surgeon did this. What if Dr. Laurie had gone, I'm just kind of a relativist. I I really feel your heart is in your big toe. And Ed, I really feel, I feel this, that you don't need heart surgery, you need a (laughs) facelift. And you have wrinkles right here, see that? I can take care of that. (laughs) And your ears are kind of like, you know, Mr. Spock. This one right here, see that? I can change, (laughs) you go, what? this guy he it's his heart it's 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 truth it's objective you're flying in a plane somewhere what if the pilots had said uh you know <laughs> there's no such thing as up and down that's just you know that's just subjective but our president is saying if you feel like a woman you're a woman Okay, I'm gonna identify as Steph Curry. I'm Steph Curry. Ed, you were a bench warmer. (laughs) Your lifetime average is 0.6. No, I'm Steph Curry. Crazy pills. Joe Biden is against protecting the development of babies? He's for the sexualization of children. Wide open borders, just and I'm all for diversity and all that, but I mean it's just absurd. How about socialism? Hey Joe, where has socialism worked? It's only responsible for over a hundred million murders. That's all. Truth. Truth. What would happen if our commander in chief just told the truth, man? And I've got to ask you, are you telling the truth? That business deal, I mean, money is on the line, are you telling the truth? When your manager kind of gets up in your grill, do you tell the truth or do you blame and kind of lie? You're talking to your spouse, Are are you dealing? In trafficking in truth. Well what would Jesus say to Joe Biden? He'd say the same thing to you and me. Are you born again? Is Jesus Lord? Is he sovereign? Are you speaking the truth? That's what Jesus would say to you me, and even Joe Biden.
0: Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message has empowered you to stand firm in your faith and to shepherd your family with wisdom and courage. Your role is pivotal in nurturing a God-honoring environment, and it's our prayer that you would feel supported And equipped in this journey. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Join us next time as Pastor Ed takes on an extraordinary journey through the valley of dry bones, as described in the book of Ezekiel. We'll explore how God's power brings life. Life to what seems lifeless and hope to situations that appear hopeless. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more great content and ways for you to be part of what God is doing through the Creative Connection. Thanks for listening. Until next time, God bless.